listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Give me the fortune, keep the fame, said my man Lewis. I agree, know what I mean, because he we lived the truest lie. I asked him why we followed the law of the bluest eye. He looked at me, he thought about it, it was like I'm clueless. Why? The question was rhetorical, the answer is horrible. Our morals are out of place and got our lives full of sorrow. So tomorrow coming later than usual. Waiting on someone to pity us. While we find the beauty in the hideous. They say money's the root of all evil, but I can't tell, you know what I mean. Pesos, Franks, Yens, Crabby Shells, Dollar Bills. Or is it the mind state that's ill, creating crime rates that fill the new prisons they build? Over money and religion, there's more blood to spill. The wounds of slaves and cotton fields are never healed. What's the deal? A lot of cats who buy my records are straight broke, but my language universal, they be reciting my quotes while R&B singers hit bad notes. We rock the boat of thought that my man Lewis' statements just provoked. Caught up in conversations in our personal worth brought up through endangered species status on the planet earth survival tactics mean busting gats to prove you hard your firearms are too short to box with god without faith all of that is illusionary raise my son with no vindication of manhood necessary hey welcome to the black guy with podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a wednesday ready to close out the week yes sir um you know thank you everybody who listens don't forget new year's new you um five star reviews mm-hmm. been listening all week and getting towards the end of the week you can leave your reviews they should show up by saturday we should see them we should be able to read them on saturday morning when we do our feedback show come on we would love for y'all to keep that energy y'all have been doing so good this year of yep. people that you know and this and the other reason i like five star reviews is because and they don't have to be long but some of y'all mm-hmm. will write in and y'all will give like the whole origin story like how you heard of our show right what you like about our show who you know who put you on to the show mm-hmm. or how you put yourself on or you know the 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 beautiful bonds and stuff that are created between like you know friends and family and stuff i love hearing about people that like hey my friend put me onto this my coworker mm-hmm. told me about yeah this. we've heard stories i remember uh, uh shout out to somebody was like uh they got it from a stolen phone shout out to you yeah my boyfriend put me on this my girlfriend put me onto this they might not even be my boyfriend or girlfriend no more but i'm still fucking with y'all <laughs> right you know so i hope <laughs> we decide to split the baby that's you <laughs> yeah i hope you guys uh continue to write in because it really does boost our spirits and let us know what we're doing is cool mm-hmm. honestly i'm gonna be real better than a mention in the new york times not that not that anything's wrong with a mention in the new york times but it's better to me to know that y'all care so much mm-hmm. keep them new year's resolution going i know some of y'all be like the new year i'm gonna leave my five star you still you got the whole year mm-hmm. uh so the official weapon is the taser unofficial sport but about bullet ball extreme guys i cut my finger the other day chopping carrots and i was doubly mad because one hello fresh you know i do the meal box guys i love hello fresh yes i make them uh for lunch sometimes dinner you know stuff like that um and i'm you know i'm getting pretty good you know with it and oh you're, you're very good at it thank you mm-hmm. thank you and um the thing is though you have to pick your meals out right by deadline or you have to skip that week or they just send you the default meals that they send generic (laughs) and the default meals while they can be delicious they are normally not the kind of meals i like to eat i like to experiment i like to try something a little different you know i like Mm. to um like for example i've been trying to eat more more vegetable base meals mm-hmm. more plant-based meals and so with the plant-based meals specifically 
um you they don't opt those in you have to pick them right and they have a wide selection like every week you get like i don't know 12 different meals you can pick from i mean we get three you know a week that's that's pretty good um so i forgot or i or something happened and i didn't get to pick my meal so i picked i got the regular like regular degular what they send everybody else right and they they have been good but i was like ooh, roger wouldn't have picked these at all like yeah. you, I, I could just tell i was reading i was like he wouldn't have picked these and not trying funny they get you the generic oh we want to be sure everything is safe meal like mm-hmm. if if you're not venturous at all here's the meals for you <laughs> well like today it was honey chicken uh wait sweetest honey chicken over jasmine rice mm-hmm. with uh green beans mm-hmm. the chicken was delicious i hate green beans right now see now so i know he ain't picked this because he don't do the green it's beans. my least favorite of the beans <laughs> he don't do them at all so you know i made them i, I had to spruce them up a little bit because they was just like like that part of the directions was real easy it's like yeah just microwave them mm-hmm. in a bag for three to four minutes no two to four minutes and then put them in like a bowl and then mix them with salt pepper they be plain jane man yeah. like the way they do i mean because there's a lot of delicious ways to make green beans but the way they do it mm, not to me so basic yeah i don't like green beans in any oh yeah yeah way. you don't like them it's, at all it's just not my thing yeah, I, like I don't know if it's a texture thing or what yeah it might be i can't do it but i tried to spruce it up i put like a little butter on them and then i put some salt pepper and garlic uh some uh the smoky garlic that i got and some other stuff it just it don't matter um and then um the other day they had one that was mama's meatloaf now it's not that i wouldn't have made that's i I think meatloaf is such a basic meal but you know obviously they're gonna spruce it up Mm -hmm. um and that one turned out pretty good but they had these carrots in there right you got it's called roasted root vegetables right you go you make uh basically you take some potatoes make them like cut them down to french fries and then you take some carrots and you take these carrots and you chop them in half mm-hmm. and then you just put a little olive oil on them salt pepper whatever spices then you bake them and the carrots were cool because i didn't know this but the carrots apparently as you bake them get sweet mm-hmm. and so i love roasted carrots yes sir so when uh you know when i by the time i served it the the carrots actually were pretty delicious mm-hmm. the problem is i would have never ordered a meal where i had to chop carrots and have just in general and mm. um when i say my new knife works guys oh it works because <laughs> i accidentally cut my finger cutting those carrots now, no blood got on anything i clean myself like you know i became an adult you had to talk to yourself in an adult voice and <laughs> yes you yourself. do it's like rod rod roderick you're gonna be okay don't panic you're not dying it's just your finger <laughs> yes now we're gonna we're gonna calm down we're gonna calmly take a look at it okay i know it hurts we're gonna see how bad it is if you need to go to the hospital or anything and look down and i was like okay you just barely cut it you just cut it a little bit deeper than a paper cut gonna take a few days to heal that's fine where's the first aid kit gotta get the first aid kit and i like did all the stuff and take my finger up and finish cutting the carrots and all the stuff I, I, I realized afterwards like i should have cut the carrots differently it was my fault really okay uh not that they shouldn't have got cut in half but i should have used a different technique than what i was using oh, okay anyway. what were you doing um so i was taking a knife and having it over top like that uh, long c- ways cutting into it yeah, yeah and then putting my hand down here to like hold it mm-hmm. it was just a mistake carrots and roll. so it slipped 
off of one of the carrots and mm-hmm. just right it to my fingertip and i was like oh <laughs> stupid i knew it was stupid immediately carrots roll my friend but then after that i realized i could have what i should have done afterwards i realized was um i should have just took a serrated knife and just cut it like that it would have just been easier rather than worry about rolling because i needed to cut it long ways uh, so uh, it wasn't like you can chop like the way that the recipe was i didn't want to chop it a different way and fuck up the baking instructions and end up uh, oh you chopped it into two smaller pieces okay. and shit. so yes. you know i wanted to cut it long ways i just should have used a fuck i was just stupid it just should have used a different knife it, i have all those one. all those fucking knives over there um but i was trying to use my little my, my chef knife i was <laughs> being fancy did you have your hat on too um no <laughs> but um let me tell you something guy oh my chef knife did come with a chef hat that is cool mm-hmm. but um after chopping those carrots up and cutting my finger i gotta say y'all vegans y'all can have it <laughs> y'all got it okay yeah cut, cutting fresh uh vegetables ain't no joke i've learned the round ones roll and move they'll they'll fuck you up so i've learned the hard way yeah it depends i mean I, this is the first time i really cut myself and since i started cooking but yeah uh, it was just uh just such a i just hate when i make a mistake on something that i could have like oh yeah i should have known that that was stupid um but i had i would have never even ordered the fucking carrots is my point um yeah you could have used that dicer thing we got in there dicer thing oh for the carrots yeah it don't slice like that no oh what dicer thing are you talking about the one that you can go up and down with oh the the slice yeah it doesn't work that way for carrots okay no um but uh yeah anyway it's just a lesson learned it's fine um and then um the other part of it is it hurt you mm-hmm. know and i don't know if there's any human being that's ever been in worse pain than me cutting my finger like that <laughs> like honestly I, I i wouldn't wish that that amount of pain on anybody it's the worst pain in the world like i don't think there's a pain worse than cutting your finger while trying to chop a carrot like yeah. think about it and then the thing is childbirth maybe <laughs> may like i might put that up there but in general nah that's it that was that's the list someone said kidney stones that was cute but no it's it's definitely cutting your finger cutting char- carrots <laughs> the rest, may, i pray y'all never know real pain like that oh lord <laughs> i'm nothing close to it i'm about to say i got some random thoughts too after you finish go ahead that was it oh i am officially in the age to where you talk to like your um you're like your nieces and nephews but actually my niece i'm talking about me and you say something and they go what's that and then you realize oh i'm in the age of you don't you you never lived to experience any of this that i'm talking about so now i have to explain it to you which is fine but it's just funny because now like oh yeah yeah i am in the age where when my mom and them used to talk about eight tracks and LPs, I only reason why I knew what they were because my mom and them had them around the house. But you know, it would be certain things they say, and I'd be like, "What the hell is that?" And they'd be looking, "Boy, you don't know nothing about that." I ain't got, I ain't got to the age where I'd be like, "You don't know nothing about that," and crank up the music and act like they stupid. I haven't got to that <laughs> age yet. You know, I hope and pray I never get to that age. Boy, what you know about that Kendrick Lamar? Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not quite there. Right. you know but i don't mind explaining stuff uh to her and um we was talking about the internet and uh i was telling her uh how the internet used to actually call like a telephone 
and how it used to like actually dial and you could like hear it dial and you could actually hear it like pressing up and go do 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 and i was just going through the nose of her she was laughing and stuff and i was like oh yeah i'm old i was like yeah i was like yeah we had to use a a, a disc you know a disc aol disc and stuff like that and it was just hilarious just going back and forth with her because she was looking like Mm-mm. it was one of those things where everything been fast in my life like all my life been fast <laughs> like i was like oh okay i've been in the slow lane <laughs> my bad mm-hmm. and then i started talking about myself i was, oh because we were talking about hair and um your mama and Layla was, you know, they was doing my hair and they was combing it out. Most of the time, I, because of shrinkage, most of the time my hair is like tight to my head. So a lot of, most, nobody in my like immediate family, you know, some of my cousins, but like my aunts and stuff like that, none of them have uh, natural hair. So my mama, she was like, your hair not that long. I said, mama, my hair is actually real long. I actually got a head full of hair and I basically took a whole chunk and strung it out like really long. And she was like, oh, it's long. I say, yeah, so I say shrinkage. I see most of the time it's drawn to my head. So well, most of the time, unless I puff it out in a fro or use puffs or something like that, my hair really doesn't look that long. And um, I was telling Layla how the longest my hair had ever been was when I had a jerry curl, and it was like to my shoulders because uh, because my hair is four C is really is really really uh, curly. And when you got a jerry curl, a jerry curl is actually curly. And she said, what's a jerry curl? And I busted out laughing. Because I was like, oh, yeah, you of the age that nobody has a jerry curl. You know, you 65 and up. You're about the only people nowadays that actually do jerry curls. Mm. So, you know, um, so I had explained to her. I said, yeah, it's just like a, because she knows what the perm is. Because she's natural, though. But I was like, yeah, it's just like a perm itself that makes your hair uh, curl. And she was like, oh, okay. And so it was just funny um, coming to the realization that you are in the age where you're officially old and the shit that you liked, a lot of the shit that you love and grew up with is non-existent or it's repeating, you know, because now everybody's in the phase where everything is 80s. Like, literally, they're going back to the to glow sticks. They're going back looking like jam and the holograms. They're going back looking like Madonna, you know. So it's it's just been an experience basically watching your childhood be the cool shit, you know. Um, and it's actually been a really, really uh, fun experience watching the kids take some of the things we grew up with and put their own twist on it and shit like that, you know breakdancing has always been around but you know because breakdancing was 80s you know kids are really starting to get back into you know breakdancing and things you see more, more of those videos online so it's just been a fun um experience watching your kind of your childhood uh go on to the next generation just like you know with us we was you know into the 60s and the 70s shit you know our parents grew up with that type of 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 things so it's just been a fun experience i'm pretty sure i'll probably say something else and she'd be like what's that and i'll explain it to her but it's just been a fun ride cool um no i definitely understand that. i talk to kids at the y and stuff sometimes and they're younger you know especially if you talk sports you know it's like that age that like honestly what's funny is a lot of these kids don't remember or know or haven't seen him live uh michael jordan right you know and that's everybody's biggest you know at our age group biggest influence on basketball biggest star in basketball history and correct you know a lot of a lot of our generation has an attachment to him that's almost infantile like it's like a like like you would with a, a father figure or something in basketball where no one can be better and you know 
meanwhile if we're being honest by different parameters they're better basketball players it just depends on what you believe like right he didn't end with number one in every record he didn't win with, end with the most championships he mm-hmm. didn't end like but our minds formulated around him to make what his path was the most unattainable unreachable goal right like we decided that going to six fine nba finals and winning them all is more is bigger than bill russell's 11 rings we decided that it's bigger than um you know lebron james going to even more finals but he lost some uh we decide like we just decided like these arbitrary like determinations of this is what makes somebody great and we re- do all this revisionist history right scotty pippen is not if you listen to michael jordan fan scotty pippen might as well just be anybody like he's just like he wasn't a top 50 player why are we even talking about him right um and it's and it's been interesting to be alive for that because mm-hmm. you know before i remember i'm old enough to remember when michael hadn't won those titles and i was a big Correct. fan and i was like he's gonna win championships he's so good and you know older heads was like oh he ain't that good he ain't nothing but dr j you know he oh he he wasn't even better than and they just named like all these you know oscar robinson would be doing this and that was their jordans right you know? so right. now kids are you know these kids now they're like they were old enough to normally see like kobe, kobe. yep they LeBron. Were, obviously lebron now but you know the, a lot of them is like they stop at no kobe's the greatest right you know and i like oh if you can't do it like kobe you ain't good you know so it's just it, yeah it's interesting how it runs in cycles like that yeah and also i know for me before the uh bob uh not the bobcat well the bobcat slash hornets was here i used to love uh chicago bulls like i was like a big chicago bulls fan i even had you i don't know if you remember this the old school posters that they used to pick where they would have them like each one of them be like in their shots were like one be dribbling the ball one be shooting the ball mm-hmm. and then it would kind of be all around the one of the old schools i had a poster like that i used to do basketball tr- uh, um trading cards mm-hmm. um i knew like everybody on the team and, and kept up with the trades this is when i was a child right. kept up with the trades and stuff like that because i was just because the bulls was the best and this is when the chicago channel was the chicago channel and so now when you go chicago WGN. yeah wgn and so now i i w- used to get confused uh the way they call the chicago channel now because i was like that's not the chicago channel mm-hmm. um because what you mean because um wgn still exists yes it still exists but i used to consider it always just the bulls or the cubs channel like i always uh, associated with sports i don't know if that makes sense no nah, that, that that makes sense but yeah they show more than just sports but right yeah but i used to watch the chicago white Sox. um that was that was my team when i used to like baseball and um yeah i used to watch the chicago bulls because it was just like you could always count on them having every game and we got it in charlotte for some reason so i was like oh i'm a bulls fan mm-hmm. and then we got the hornets i was like oh fuck fuck them like <laughs> we got our own shit you know gotta support these guys correct and that's how it was for me so it was just uh a fun just when you was talking just going down memory lane of like you say it's a generational thing because like you say you have a kobe generation and then you have a, another generation which is like the lebron james generation yeah but i but like you were but it's just interesting because like i said there's a threshold now where the kids haven't seen michael jordan play yes only tapes and videos yeah so they haven't seen him play so it's so even you know they might have seen a youtube clip or something Mm -hmm. or they just heard enough people talking about it 
but it's a different gap for them as opposed to you know used to be in a basketball discussion of course everyone talking had to see michael jordan play how could right. you not have now i'm at a generation where i'm like man jordan was good he was just that and because i'm not a huge jordan stan where i'm like he would have did he would have won the game no matter what like i'm not like i'm like nah he was like he was great and also it was possible to beat him because i saw it happen so i'm not gonna sit up here and pretend like nobody could beat him like no he could lose and same way lebron can lose kobe can lose Shaq can lose like every great nba player um other than probably bill russell uh and probably and bill probably i think bill might have lost to will once anyway but even like everybody gonna take a l at some point it's what you do after that that makes you great or not but yeah it's just kind of a kind of a good discussion um let's get yeah. into some, oh i'm sorry no problem yeah because you think about how many years he's retired like he's been retired a hot minute like us mm-hmm. old heads forget that yeah like you said it's a whole generation they weren't even born yeah so you're like yeah that, that's what i'm saying you know at the basketball court you're just talking to people and they're like you're like yeah man it's like you know how michael used and see the other part the reason it comes up with me is because i can bring up the stuff jordan didn't do as well and that's the stuff that you had to be there for correct like older heads might remember it, even if they trying to be in denial about it i can be like well he did used to use lose to the pistons but you know i'm like isaiah and then was they wasn't no just pushover team mm-hmm. like it took Dang they had the to be climb that hill mm-hmm. but you know the young cats are like what he lost because they've never heard right they've only heard that they, to the young kids they think he he played 15 years and had 15 championships they one, don't, one every all the 82 yeah. games every year so anyway all right uh let's get into the news uh one of my worst nightmare happened to some people okay to a woman Finally, if you are one of those people who doesn't turn on the light when you get up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, this next story might change things for you. This is Mary Richards from Queensland, Australia. Last week, she walked into her dark bathroom and sat down on the toilet. Seconds later, this happened. I felt this sharp, um, sharp tap on my bottom mm. along with some pain. Oh, now her bottom. A sharp tap on the bottom if you didn't make that out it turns out that sharp tap was actually a bite from a python that had been curled up in the toilet bowl after recovering from the shock richards shut the lid and called in professional snake handlers unbelievably they told her that it's not uncommon for snakes to sneak into people's toilets down under however they admitted it was rare that one actually bit a sitting human saying the python was likely more frightened than richards was oh i don't know about that <laughs> come on yeah. i don't know about that either. i don't know about that myself my that. you gotta be careful out here these motherfucking snakes you, you and chris somebody need somebody to give you and chris some money so y'all can make y'all movie these toilet snakes man watch your back you never know what the fuck is happening all right uh this yeah, is uh, mm. thinking about it you be safe wanga because <laughs> i said right australians tough man this is a very dangerous situation experts sounded alarm on measles don't get me started on that that's right y'all measles is back did you miss me hmm measles y'all <laughs> some shit they fucking eradicated because he I ain't gonna get mad because it makes me fucking mad. These dumbass parents who are vaccinated. The parents are vaccinated now. 
you are vaccinated your child you go you're not getting vaccinated ain't nobody getting sick they're not getting sick because motherfuckers are getting their goddamn shots that's why people are not getting sick and i read a uh read an article about a woman that uh was against uh vaccination her child caught the who was it the whooping cough the whooping cough one of them mm-hmm. and she was like they're gonna get vaccinated i was like bitch yeah okay you care because it's your child right right and you had that expensive ass medical bill that you could have avoided versus go ahead and get your child a shot after having practically eradicated measles from the united states almost two decades ago a growing anti-vaccination movement has led to the resurgence of cases currently focused in the pacific northwest and new york where the liberal white people are uh california can't be far behind why it matters unless doctors and the public step up to counteract the vocal opposition of vaccines with evidence-based facts there's a serious concern that infectious diseases like measles could return full force public health officials and scientists tell axios right measles polios shit that people will fucking die from years ago we've literally eradicated it like really really Mm. small and you know what there are there and there is a population of people because of allergic reactions or whatever they can't get vaccinated and then when you don't get vaccinations you did you have um older people that get sick you have children that can't get shot share get sick and the thing is do people not know how diseases work they evolve so you have people out here who actually got shocks that could actually get sick because there's been a, a, a evolution of it because viruses will adapt to the surrounding environment and they'll be like oh you know what nah next thing you know everything we have nothing will work against it yeah um and then the herd immunity for people that can't get vaccinated well if you can't get vaccinated because of whatever you may have an autoimmune deficiency uh situation you have a bunch of stuff that for reasons that people are like i can't get my child vaccinated well that's why everyone who can have a child who can get vaccinated needs to vaccinate their children because those children will not be susceptible if most of the people around them are already inoculated guess what happens that kid doesn't get sick but because people's selfishness they don't care about those kids and and mostly the most important thing here i can't stress enough and this is why the article bothered me and i wanted to read it um this is the same reason trump got elected right it's the fox news syndrome it's i don't like facts that are inconvenient to me it makes me feel a certain way so what i'm gonna do is choose to believe fiction because that makes me feel better and so you had these parents that were like uh the reason my kid got down syndrome is because of vaccination it's not anything genetic it couldn't be whatever all the all the it couldn't just be you know uh some kids are going to have uh if you procreate enough you're going to have a random outcomes that are going to affect people mm-hmm. right it, it, just, there's never going to be a time where 100 percent of humanity is born a certain type of way that you find acceptable right um and i and i'm putting you in quotes because i'm not speaking for myself but devil's people um you can't then turn around and be like well then i just want to get my kid vaccinated uh because of some shit i can't prove and you had major stars like jenny mccarthy pushing this and because and the reason i say fox news it's really more cable news than fox news but it's the idea of treating 
people who are afactual also known as liars with the same weight the same heft as scientists as experts as people who are working in this field dedicating they do this lives to it yes and they do this constantly it's not just dedicating a life because i want to be clear they are educating themselves right they are doing research conferences meetings. like they are th- like this is not willy-nilly because you can <clears throat> dedicate your life to some a factual bullshit mm-hmm. but the media really breathe life into this you know the internet all this stuff that allow people who are idiots who are conspiracy theorists who are um they're just celebrities that just happen to have a contrarian point of view they allowed them to have the same weight to say let's bring on someone who has studied their entire life in infectious diseases and let's bring on jenny mccarthy who uh you guys may know as being a supermodel let's just bring her on and y'all they'll have it out and one of them will be talking facts and the other one will be shaking their head going no no i don't think so and we're gonna just go to commercial break like that well we hashed it out and uh both sides right <laughs> well now you got fucking measles back like what what are we doing y'all gonna bring back the black plague because you feel bad about these facts um so yeah uh i think it was the governor of washington yeah washington state governor jay Inslee declared a state of emergency january 25th after multi-county cases caused a public disaster there were 36 cases reported on monday the nearby city of portland and oregon is also concerned as there have been dozens of possible exposure locations ranging from a trailblazers games to a children's museum right because they fucking travel you go where places you touch shit you cough right there are also 349 cases reported in 26 states and dc including outbreaks in new york new jersey where there uh where many were vaccinated people in orthodox unvaccinated people in orthodox jewish communities we can't let we can't let this group think because of shit that's just not scientific like your religion like some conspiracy theory on the internet we can't let that overtake science and the reason i'm making it bigger than just this measles outbreak same thing with climate change it's the same it's the same fucking logic where it's just like i don't want to feel like that's true so i will just find some other shit to believe you know it's the same fucking logic it's why we have fox news it's why we have trump because they say uh they satisfy that hunger inside for an alternative point of view i don't like black people oh let us tell you why that's okay i don't i don't like this global warming thing i i don't want to change nothing i am you know okay well let's tell you why this all bullshit yeah i don't think this vaccination shit i don't like the 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 idea of some scientist poking me in my arm with a needle doctor i don't need that yeah let's tell you why that's bullshit then you don't have to do it fuck out of here and they just doing it to get rich all of those motherfuckers working fox news got vaccinated kids 100 percent of them come on and they vaccinated themselves get the fuck out my face same way they was like sexual harassment me too's all bullshit and then all the women went and sued fox news why because they was getting their titties grabbed and shit and they was like uh you poors might want to put up with this at your chicken plant that you're working at but uh i did not get my degree and these blonde tresses all scrunched up so that i could get my titties squeezed on for free Mm-mm. i want my pay quality 
right because it doesn't matter to the con shit comes down your street i'm megan kelly and i'll be right back anyway um oh and speaking of her speaking of her i seen the today show i got my teeth clean and it was lit it was it was all the black people yes they was having a ball i need to catch that during one of these days i've been playing games too much i need to check out i know them black people in that partying carson daly honey they was having they be playing games and shit they be having a good time carson daly was in there Mm-hmm. so i guess he coming to the cookout i don't know he's in there with the black people he was in there with him <laughs> you turned on the uh you turned on the new on the uh abc or whatever it was was it nbc turn on nbc be like oh it's uh megan kelly here. oh no it's me our local baby i'm about to give you this weather yeah i think that's what uh i think that's what we need in life right now because mm-hmm. <sighs> news is depressing so i need al roker to come on and take me to the cookout come on um this story's been making arounds on black twitter okay and black spaces and black online facebook and shit so um apparently lifestyle mogul b smith um has uh she has alzheimer's she's been diagnosed with it and it was revealed to the public in 2013 okay her husband dan gatsby um and her presented a united front when they revealed it the couple co-wrote a book and gatsby has spoken openly about their struggle since receiving the heartbreaking news okay it's the toughest thing i ever dealt with he told people magazine in 2016 anybody who was an alzheimer's caregiver knows exactly what other caregivers are going through it's 24 7 the complexity and intensity of it is very rough as gatsby continues to care for smith he revealed he found a new love in december to steal the title from 50 cent and the game hate it or love it you can debate but for me i'm just feeling great life's too short to ask for a rebate so i'm gonna surf through life before it's too late hashtag voila he captioned a picture of himself and his girlfriend alex lerner posted on facebook in december what yep uh pictures of learner at home with smith and gatsby soon followed online gatsby's openness about the situation has begun to spur backlash so he posts pictures of his wife who you know has uh alzheimer's mm-hmm. and um his new woman that he has moved into the house with them that uh that i guess is dating him now i guess it's the best word so so i mean i understand she has alzheimer's but he don't want to divorce her it no he still wants to be her primary caregiver and stuff and uh um also wants to be with his woman now his wife is on the right in this picture and uh his the new woman is on the left um and he seems to be kind of celebrating it um and you know considering that this is her b smith's money and empire that helped kind of build this as well and he helped build it um 
people are like so you basically using the money from that to take care of this new woman right. you know there's a lot of stuff with that um so uh, a lot of people are upset my mother and aunt had alzheimer's it's rough that said it's a violation of his marital vows to have his girlfriend in the house he shares with his wife that she paid for with a lifetime of hard work as a model restauranteur cookbook author dan gatsby is fucking trash uh, another person said i pray for b smith her husband dan gatsby and mistress alex lerner are terrible human beings i know b smith got distant relatives and need check need check her overall health to make sure these two jokers aren't accelerating her illness or draining her money dan gatsby has been airing his dirty laundry on facebook for years for years sometimes daily i really think he went down the wrong road Aaron, this is wrong she doesn't know what's going on and doesn't know what's up with his new this new woman in their home he's disgusting uh yeah i guess this is a quote from him i've been married to a black woman for 26 years i have a phd in black love says the black man who has a white girlfriend staying in the oh i forgot to mention she was white yeah uh staying in the home he shares with his black wife who has alzheimer's uh but he was quick to clap back calling his critics ignorant on facebook ignorant that's what he called them he added he feels only those who are full-time caregivers to a spouse with alzheimer's can understand what his life is like and wrote i love my wife but i can't let her take away my life leave leave you still using her money uh leave nobody's forcing you to be there mm, mm, mm-hmm. um i mean i thought marriage is kind of pledging your life to someone and the sickness and health and right but like i said now this will be a different situation if before she has alzheimer's they was like hey we're in an open relationship yeah 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 and he was like you know what my wife getting sick you know we've had over relationship i'm think like like Mm -hmm. i'm more understanding to that Mm -hmm. but it don't sound like that arrangement was made she got sick and he was like oh now i'm gonna open up the relationship you don't know how she feels about that because she can't tell you well it sounds like he basically said um she can't remember this so why not um and so he uh got upset you know um and went to facebook where he originally shared this information to uh clarify and to clap back uh at his haters um hmm, did you, you created because you know what you could have said you could have said that's where i was going with this you could have said i was gonna read the whole thing but my point was wouldn't nobody have known this like so there's this thing where it's like something is your business and we can go that's y'all's business we trying to stay out of it all right you know it happens all the time you have a friend they got a problem with another friend hey you ain't got to tell me all this if you don't want to it's totally your business i didn't ask right I'm not prime you know um but uh sometimes people just don't get won't take no for an answer it's like i'm gonna tell you the shit anyway well this is kind of that to me where it's hey i don't need to know all this homie uh whatever you're doing with your life that's your life and he's over there like uh-uh i got to tell my business so he replied we replied news flash 
to the nickel and dime paypal thought troll named after two european cities believe be, be lived in and all of us have traveled to extensively i wonder who could he be talking about two european know. cities i i have no idea y'all know who that is Mm-mm. all right to the writer and editor of the neg grio that's good that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man that name that's uh, hilarious is that a degree the neg grio that's pretty good um oh that's who, that's not that's not like a dish who ginned up controversy by covertly spewing racist innuendo to the bloggers who wallow in the mud and the filth of lies to the idiots and ignorant people calling for my arrest and saying be is or has ever been abused i only wish someone in your immediate family had alzheimer's so you can see feel experience and experience the pain of millions of people across this country so you know firsthand what it's like to care 24 7 365 for someone who can no longer care for themselves and last of all but to me least of all those religious neanderthal who judge as if as if jesus was a ball and god is a bat swinging wildly and judging harshly i say to you b smith's worst day is 10 times better than you've experienced i love my wife but i can't let her take away my life five to ten years from now when many of you will have an almost predestined meeting with alzheimer's because of genetics obesity and and a myriad of inflammatory diseases you'll be wishing for someone who to share moments with this and ease the pain of loneliness and despair the clock is ticking i know i can't have managed this but you can do it too but can you do it too that's not like an instagram post uh that's a facebook post my thing is i don't know why he would because it was in like the washington times so like he he knew a washington post so he knew everybody was gonna read this it's like a what did he what did he think that everybody was gonna be like good for you my brother yeah and it was picture it was like pictures of the white woman girlfriend in the house with like b smith they're kind of looking like she wasn't totally understanding what was happening like it just didn't make sense like why would you flaunt this it's such a weird thing to do thing like i'm not trying to shame the idea of this could happen and uh you're still a cognizant present human being and maybe uh you want to take care of your wife and shit and maybe you know this husband whatever the situation i'm not judging but like i can understand that this could be a possibility and mm-hmm. it's just something that people don't talk about and right it, it would be one thing if it was like i'm trying to take the shame out of this i just want people to know that this is a tough thing to deal with and but to then turn around and be like some i this is because i got a phd in black love you shut up you angry angry bitches like well now you just want people to be mad like did you do this just to make people mad what, what's the point point? and y'all do have family and friends that are reading this too and they're not going to be too pleased about this yeah yeah i think uh his uh his daughter weighed in let's see gazzy opened up further in the washington post profile he told the paper he believes the vitriol came from people who had an issue with learner's race i've been married to a black woman for 26 years i have a phd in black love the piece also explored gatsby and learner's love story they started as friends and learner wanted to keep it platonic for a while we were friends learner recall i didn't want to go out with a married man 
Uh, she got to know gatsby she said she realized he is not a man cheating on his wife his love for smith impressed learner what i admire about him is he takes care of her the native german also became one of smith's caretakers oh my god if i can be compassionate to her i can do anything for her it makes me feel good if it's giving her something to drink or making her something to eat he love she loves to eat i feel good one of his caretakers her caretakers. I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry so she this other woman became one of her caretakers mm-hmm. a woman that she didn't know prior to getting being sick yeah i don't know if they if she knew her prior to being sick or not if, okay I, I mean i can't determine if that will make it better or worse depending on how oh, people feel about right. it. right but 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 the, but the thing is there are other you could have hired another caretaker if you know ain't, ain't like you know she still have people saying she still have products out there so you could have hired an, a caretaker to take care of her it's families and friends that could have stepped in to take care of her and my thing is that um i guess I, from my perspective like I said, you could have said nothing because once you put this out in the public, people are going to have opinions about it and everybody's not going to be pleased with it. And you can't be mad because they was like, nigga, you cheating. Cause, yeah. cause to a lot of people, that's what it appears to be. Yeah. I'm sure between Gatsby giving her rounds, she, uh, goes in there and takes care of me Smith. She's like, Oh, let me give us some food while he right. recuperates and then he can finish taking me to pound town. Right. And the thing is for a lot of people, it wouldn't matter what race this woman is. And for some people, it does. So they're going to like, oh, you let this white bitch in your house, and then you let her be a fucking caretaker? How dare you, nigga? Yeah. yeah. And so that's where a lot of that rage is coming from. Around. Right, right. And then, you, and then when you're dealing with the internet, you're dealing with people that have hurt, that have pain. You're dealing with people that black men have left them for white women. Like, like So when you put this out in a, in a public sphere, you're dealing with all types of people. Like I say, a lot of people wouldn't have cared who she was. They was like, these were not your arrangements to your marriage to the best of our knowledge. Right. So why are you changing the rules after she can't give consent to this? Dana, Gatsby's daughter from a previous relationship, also gave the relationship her blessing. The 32-year-old moved into the home to share the duty of looking at the Smith. When he told me, I was like, thank God, I'm happy, she said. What Dana doesn't like is her dad's social media behavior i tell him all the time be careful with the with what he posts i say look you're gonna make people mad you either have to be okay with that or you have to change gatsby insists he told his wife about learner but admitted smith's illness makes it difficult for her to internalize information so yeah also she must not have known at least about this part of the relationship and now that she has alzheimer's how could she possibly know or approve and and and, and like if she approved i i wouldn't have had a problem with it at all smith's decline is evident the woman once known as black martha stewart has issues with her short-term memory and speaks in short incoherent sentences during the post interview she she talked to learner about non-existent baby and didn't recognize herself in the photograph despite the challenges gatsby remains by her side dana said her father's dedication is evident through the fact that he's never left a place's wife of 26 years in a home she's in this house she's she's here every day says dana yeah I, I don't know that's that's just one of those things you wish you didn't know that's how i put it right it, it and it's it's really really complicated because there's a lot of moving pieces a lot of moving factors and people that have to take care of their sp- spouses it has to be a toll on them it got to be a toll on them and nobody's saying it isn't a toll on him all people are saying is do this 
the right way as far as she needs to be aware but you can't make her aware and that's the problem you can't make her aware of the situation so that she could put in her approval or disapproval and i think for me personally that's why i have the problem with it is that this wasn't something that like i said y'all had an open relationship or or a bisexual relationship or whatever relationship you determine and then this happened and you go well oh we've already had these arrangements i'm doing this i don't have a problem with that but for the fact that you was like oh i'm i I love you i'm gonna take care of you but i still want to fuck so i'm gonna bring somebody else inside this house to fuck and you, you know while you're around and, and everybody's just supposed to be cool with this and everybody's not going to be cool with 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 that type of scenario and at the end of the day you could have said nothing it's just so weird because like yeah like why would you tell people this but i do empathize with the idea of having to make these kind of choices late in life i mean you dedicate your life to somebody part of that is watching each other die you know sad but it's the truth um and in a strange way it's not like he's giving up on his vows quote unquote of taking care of her correct um because he would be judged no matter what like the only thing he could do is pretty much wait the rest of his life the thing is and i think a lot of the outrage is coming from this the the fact not the idea but the fact that men do this shit way more often than women when it comes to somebody gets sick next thing you know this motherfucker's like well divorce time to get a new car get a new bitch move get some more kids like get the fuck out of here and i think it's the unfairness of that societally that really makes women like furious because right many a woman has dedicated her life to some old ass nigga that's you know you gotta watch this motherfucker slowly die in the prime of your life especially when you consider age gaps and shit Mm -hmm. it's like you gotta watch this motherfucker you know slowly die and you just you know out here with prime pussy like i guess i'm gonna just do what i'm supposed to do as a wife and this is what i signed up for as a marriage and blah blah blah. and it's not very uncommon i forgot exactly what the statistics are on how much more likely it is but it's a lot more likely for men to just leave um you know or or put you in a home or something and people would judge if he put her in a home Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna front like they wouldn't right but uh, if he put her in a home it's not like he'd be in the washington post talking about guess what i did put my wife in a home like he wouldn't be you know it just seems like something to me something is just unsavory about the delight that he takes in it and i and i don't know how to i don't know how to put it better than that it just there's some sort of like unabashed quality to what he's saying because i don't find intellectually the idea that this is just a tragic situation and you're trying to make the best of it i don't find that to be so repulsive as much as i find his y'all niggas need to get off my dick like that that is weird to me right and 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 for a lot of people it from my perspective a lot of people it's like you're bragging because Mm -hmm. she has a fan and that's the thing she has a fan base people that love care about her buy her products and follow her on social media so she has this fan base right right so somebody did these people love and adore and support her somebody you know and she's a black woman so people can relate and you know odds are they knew of you you know because you're a husband and they're like you turn around and you flunked <laughs> this relationship in front of us and then you flaunt this other woman no you're not leaving your wife 
but you flaunt this other woman like we're supposed to be okay with this and and and, and that's and why it's not even about us anger. being okay why even tell us right right it doesn't right. like i'm a firm believer and it really doesn't fucking matter what i think about your relationship i understand quote unquote love is gonna do what love does Mm -hmm. and it don't really look it like every decision within a relationship is not some shit for a a goddamn uh focus group right you know there's gonna be some shit that people are either like they're like i need this from you to make my relationship work but i don't need the world to know that i need this from you um and i and i mean that for good things uh some and any i'm talking about non-abusive relationships right obviously in relationships where there's actual uh physical sexual abuse monetary abuse which i'm not saying this relationship isn't so don't write in and say this is abuse i don't i'm not saying it is right we don't know but i'm saying just as a general rule there's a lot of ugly shit to relationships Mm -hmm. especially monogamous relationships and shit there's a lot of ugly like uh stuff where it's like i want this to be private it's not shameful it's not wrong but i need it between us you know uh whether it's i don't like when you dress this way or uh don't be out all late at night or whatever kind of thing that you know in theory you should be like i should be able to do whatever the fuck i want i'm a grown-ass adult well i'm cheating on you because i went out late like there's an argument for all these things Mm -hmm. and those are things that happen in private for people where they're like where they come up with their parameters of hey i don't want you spending the night over other people's houses i want you to be home every night or um i don't know uh uh whatever whatever fucking thing it is right y'all y'all pick the insecurity and the thing y'all 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 have experienced this you're human well yeah those things just stay in house if you write in the washington post i don't let my wife wear thongs and tight dresses when we go out you're gonna invite a whole lot of motherfuckers to be like well hold up now you now it's my business you made it my business and that's my thing he made it other people's business and then got mad well, nigga, you made it their business. Yes, they're gonna be a lot of variation of opinions. They didn't right. have to know. Like, sound like you know he got tired of just, you know. Actually, I'm I, that's too much speculating. I'm gonna stop because I had a whole theory of his life, and it's not fair to him. Uh, but yeah, it's a fucked up situation. Yeah, and, and guess what? Y'all could have lived like this until she died, and nobody would have cared. I don't know. It's like if you had if you it's almost like he got tired of having to keep his white woman a secret or whatever like and that's why i said it feels like it feels like it feels like that floating and i shouldn't even say white woman his woman because i i don't know that it had to be like whatever the fuck it just like he got tired of motherfuckers not knowing right i don't know why and, and and the thing is like you say you you don't want to go to race but it does feel racial because you go well oh if this was a black woman would you be flaunting her out this same way and a lot of people are asking that question like oh the only reason why you even coming out because you want to share about it that this is a white woman it shouldn't matter yeah it just nigga what are you doing right you could have said no can y'all imagine something happened to karen i just show up on this next podcast with me and my white woman like all right y'all welcome to the black and white woman death tips <laughs> y'all will be like what the fuck is this shit you and apple you and turnip green and then when y'all wrote in like i'm canceling my subscription I'm, what the fuck rod you really just did this to karen and i'm out here like you ignorant thought named after europe two cities i can't believe you bitches from the negrio would ever come out to your boy like how big does your fucking head have to be uh, you gonna be on here with tangerine and orange jesus christ whatever fruit she called 
jesus that just self on go just on go <laughs> couldn't have said nothing you were good buddy nobody had to know about this shit could have been a rumor that went around dc where i was like did you hear his wife or something happened i don't know i see you with that white woman but it's crazy he was like i got called the washington post they need to know i'm dicking this down okay right this swirl alert <laughs> the fuck <sighs> all right it's just fucked up all around it don't matter the color that she is but race matters in her country so much that people are gonna look at her like word nigga and i was right news pastor john gray who bought that two hundred thousand dollar lamborghini for his wife they still doing shit told y'all to mind y'all motherfucking business he didn't buy it with church money i was unable to grocery shop with a newborn that's weird it said muted and then it wasn't all right uh said that um y'all need to mind your motherfucking business because that was that wasn't church money that was his personal money well turns out he might not have used the bottle lamborghini but he does live in a 1.8 million dollar house paid for by the church that that would make that makes sense um he defended his lavish purchase of that car by saying he bought it as a husband not as a pastor at the same time he's living in a 1.8 million dollar house purchased by the church is that as a husband Uh, how does that work um this is not anything new travis hayes chief financial officer of relentless church said told the greenville news this is a practice that is done with every denomination in the nation that's what this is this is an asset that belongs to the church gray did not comment to the news because he didn't have to um all mega church pastors are atheists just letting y'all know i wait for y'all to catch up on that game but I, <laughs> i've been told y'all more than once all these niggas is atheists hustling y'all out y'all hard-earned money and then using fucking shell games like nah this nah we need a 1.8 million dollar house for the church okay cool well i go to the church so uh you mind if i get a room (laughs) hold up now buddy okay you're not gonna come up in my house okay uh i don't know what you think you think this belong to everybody no nigga this is the pastor's house okay Uh, of the church so you got to be the pastor of the church to get a key fuck out of here um let's see what else got happened uh actually let's move into something else move into something else let's do some um do some fucking with black people in a few days um probably should go back to that playlist and here we go we're just fucking with the black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're, we're just fucking with fucking with, with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the world and finds different articles to make us feel fucked with as black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody let's see who's fucking with us now video of nick cannon goes viral after speaking on why he and black men want white women well this is hell of a follow-up to our last article isn't it right nick cannon gave his thoughts on why black men want white women a video of nick cannon's talk show he got a talk show right because he got a podcast too he everywhere why does it feel like nick cannon having a talk show has been a revelation to me every time i've read it <laughs> right like i feel like we talked about it before and every time i'm just like I this nigga got a talk show 
i can't forget like on on like it like people watching this shit y'all doing this somebody watching it um so uh video stars with him uh describing reasons why black men want white women and people are rightfully attacking what he's saying let me see if i can share my screen because i think it's something i can play for y'all okay we'll see uh not sure about this website that is hosting the video but you gotta get your black news somewhere white women are looked at as success in america we see a white woman i couldn't have you my daddy Mm -hmm. couldn't have my granddaddy couldn't have Mm -hmm. i would get killed even looking at Mm -hmm. you so now if i play for the nba i want them all Mm -hmm. so you're telling me the black woman who has been there for okay is this nigga like hotel tv what's happening here hold up (laughs) what is this this is an overwhelming situation right is he gonna sell me a bean pie i'm confused (laughs) for my senses this is the most wokest protest. This is aggressive. You got three black power fists in the background. I don't know what to say below them. Is I that? I don't know. Is that Latin? Can, can, is that Cannabis Club? I don't. Mm-mm. Cannons Club. Okay, so Nick Cannons, three black power fists, Cannons Club. He also got what I assumed was a um. They're doing this in the library what's happening all these books i'm confused what what looks to me to be a lewis farrakhan imp- impersonator right. is his co-host on this i guess right. i don't know and he not even calm he like, what i want to say my brother is that i was like what, 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 what? yeah so that dude chimed in to talk about the white women so Just angrily let's, let's get back to this that was a lot <laughs> right i didn't know what was gonna go in whole damn time when we were getting lynched when we were getting whipped who was there for us to heal our wounds if you can give up on a black woman so easily you don't deserve no other woman because you have demonstrated that you can't give enough love to the number one who needs it the most mm. because she has been destroyed the most rejected the most she is the number one divorced last married most mistreated and you telling me Facts. that because now you have money Mm. now i'm free to go mess with the same white woman who helped to keep me in slavery selfish black brothers Mm -hmm. selfish who want to come together with a white woman as an individual as though she is the epitome of greatness she's the most beautiful she has the best hair she has the best everything no i think i take some brown sugar over some white cancer causing sugar any day i can't have both what (laughs) what is happening here i can't have both I want chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> he refused. Oh, the ice cream. That, first of all. <laughs> that was a lot. The honorable brother, um. <laughs> I don't know. Louis Farrakhan, um, really <laughs> wasted his motherfucking time and breath talking to that man because he hit him with straight facts and that dude was like, I mean, that's cool, but I mean, I can't, I can't have them both. I mean, why not? Why not both? why can't i fuck with the oppressor and uh i don't know sugar calls cancer nobody told me that well i i like a lot of sugar uh well that's a great snippet if you want to promote the show gotta give them credit on that right um (coughs) zero to a hundred no zero because that shit made me laugh a (laughs) hundred for him but that shit is fucking hilarious I like, I like both sugars too, baby. What's funny to me is that he was just saying Travis Scott is doing the Super Bowl because he had a baby with a Kardashian as, as if that was some type of knock on him. Like, of course that coon is doing the Super Bowl. He had a baby with a white woman. And then Nick Cannon's on his own show being like, what, I can't just have, I can't like him, like a white woman. I mean, my granddaddy couldn't get a white woman. I can't get me one. Damn. 
like what 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 do this is the, so this is the part the part that perplexes me the most y'all this is what bothers me the most <laughs> how do white people not know that this nigga is up to these things because they don't pay well him he's them. not on there like everybody got talent shows and shit mm-hmm. when he clocks out they don't pay they were like how do they how do they don't care what that negro does and how do they not know i don't know because like like let's talk about being a black man for a second do y'all think ryan seacrest somewhere doing this kind of shit no because they assume he doing black shit and niggas you know you know how i uh, would the uh white media in mass and uh, white people in mass if it's quote-unquote black shit they don't care i guess what i'm saying is this though ryan seacrest has a radio show yes he does ryan seacrest got caught up on some me too shit mm-hmm. but ryan seacrest is not finna be on the air talking about what i mean i can't grab some titties i mean come on guys because he would be canceled immediately everybody be like oh so you did that yes. shit yes only black dudes really be out here like i'm about to live reckless on the weekends like i clock out of <laughs> america got talent at 5 p.m on. on friday and on fucking at 7 p.m on friday night i'm gonna be out here like why i can't fuck all the white bitches okay yeah you know what i'm saying i'm off the clock y'all can't do shit anyway i give it a hundred because this is crazy oh yeah yeah what's he, wrong with him he didn't get a hundred but that clip was fucking hilarious yeah and, and, it, and for the record i it's facts on both of things that they both are saying real talk that's the that's why there's so much pushback mm-hmm. um you know when uh that's that's the thing when black men get with white women like rich famous black men and shit and then brothers use them as an avatar to like talk shit about black women right which happens a lot yes it does you know we've covered it on this show before like how um there's really no evidence no actual proof that michael b jordan only dates white women but what there is is a lot of black men who would like for that to be the case who then mock black women for even giving a fuck about the dude uh and his life romantically and to the point where they made up that whole like black women gonna boycott black panther they didn't even need proof they didn't even need any actual receipts they and and black publications were trotting that out some of these black publications were black run by black women and they were still trotting this anti-black woman bullshit out to be like look how they hate these brothers for dating white women and the thing is if black women hated black men that just because they dated a white woman i mean it'd be only a handful of niggas out here making a living like it's more about the fact that a lot of these motherfuckers uh well not a lot but the ones a lot of black men even the ones that aren't in those relationships will then turn around and find a way to denigrate black women and and uplift white women and that's the problem problem. that people that black women have black women don't give a fuck who you put your dick in love them love whoever you love but just don't act like i'm less than that's the problem that i have right and then as as tps reiterates in the um chat room but it's the it's the true if you look it up you'll see but most of the black men that are rich are married to black women so it's not even like some this epidemic of like yeah man every every other brother like it's it's just a narrative you know and it's especially a narrative driven to me by a lot of black men that just hate black women who then try to run black women down with this white woman shit because like i said nobody really cares until you make it somebody's business to, when you're like and the reason i don't date black women because they they wouldn't date me when i was a young nerd and that's and these bitches da 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 da. and honestly if a white woman gets with a black dude like that you deserve him 
y'all deserve to be together like you get with anybody that hate their own race you deserve the hell that your life is gonna be right especially if y'all have children because they're gonna be half of this self-hating ass race right because and the thing is it's disrespectful to you right because if he does not love his people he can never truly and fully love you and that's facts and this what we're saying now goes back to that first fucking article nobody cared Mm -hmm. until people felt like he was flaunting that woman that's why people responded and and what's even more fucked up you come it's like a bee a a hornet's nest black women be minding their own goddamn business and somebody you goes you know what today today i'm gonna fuck with y'all they hit the hornet's nest everybody comes out and they act like something wrong with us for going leave us the fuck alone and for the record i do recognize that there is a percentage of black women just because there's no monoliths period so yes there will be a percentage of black women that will be like i'm just mad this person got with a white woman correct there will be a percentage i'm not trying to like twist the truth into like that Mm -hmm. doesn't even happen ever but the vast majority of people don't give a fuck don't care the vast majority of black women won't give a fuck nobody like i say people i mean people this is not switching bait and switch people for the most part don't give a fuck who you're who you're in a relationship with Mm-mm. black women are all are in the group of people until you make it their business you know and then you know because of patriarchy it doesn't really work the other way because Never. Um, unfortunately um despite uh, even when black men aren't loyal to black women like say a Tariq nasheed or um you know some of these people that these hotel dudes that spend a lot of time denigrating black women they're the first ones to be mad that a black woman is dating a white man they still mad at shonda Rhimes for scandal because carrie washington was smashing the white president mm-hmm. they which by the way is a fictional situation but they bring it up like it's real life like it actually happened um so yeah it's 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 it doesn't work the other way around like they don't they don't have that same room for it's okay like we feel an ownership to our women even uh, even when when we're not even uh loyal to our own women in that way so (sighs) anyway it's a hundred for me nick cannon shut up uh uh let's see what else happened oh i was right about something else today or this week nba champs golden state warriors skipped the post championship meeting with donald trump to instead meet with barack obama Mm -hmm. remember when i said they should do this Mm -hmm. it was like i think it was even two years ago i was like yo they should just not meet with him but not just that instead of just not meeting they need to go meet the obamas like find out yo they really did it Mm -hmm. they took pictures and everything yeah because fuck trump i really hope they got like like some food and everything like you I hope, know they got real food i hope they had good music you know they partied team petty because remember last year trump took back his invitation it's like oh, i don't want y'all to come but it was after they already said we ain't coming you know <laughs> like, like why like Did they went obama's last year then trump they was like we good on trump we good Mm-mm. and so then i was like yo they should go meet with obama again they did oh god i love the nba i love the fucking nba and uh i didn't know this but uh the uh hamburglar uh in chief Mm -hmm. uh so uh, gave them kids the big happy meal Mm -hmm. uh, on them plates and i read i was reading an article about the the students that oh no you're skipping ahead to the next article oh my bad out here going rogue Mm -mm. i'm sorry 
i'm driving this car okay <laughs> i'm sorry i'll buckle up and sit down then zero to a hundred on the warriors going <laughs> to see the obamas <laughs> i'm sorry this is like me fussing at a uh, siri <laughs> zero to a hundred uh oh zero i'm not fucking with zero as well next article majority of clemson's black players decline trump's fast food reception and boy i gotta tell you now i pat I myself on the back when i'm right but i gotta pat myself on the back i mean i gotta you know scold myself when i'm wrong uh i think it was a balls deep episode with justin where justin was looking at the pictures he was like man there's a lot of white people and i was like man i'm sure them black players was there they they really didn't have a choice uh and then because you know college is all fucked up turns out i was wrong me too all the a lot of these black players a lot of them was like nah. was like um i got a class that day i can't mm-hmm. make it a lot of the upperclassmen they were saying the people that went were normally like freshmen and sophomores 15 of the 57 black players made the trip 15 the vast majority of those were younger players who feared reprisals over their status with the team moving forward right if i don't go i might get cut mm-hmm. i'm not like these other dudes that have a solidified starting spot on the roster so let me go ahead and go because coach Dabo seems very keen on dipping his big mac in some sweet and sour sauce so now i got to do this bullshit right they getting laughed and joked at nationally yep as one of the quoted players explained not saying anything against the players who went but if you look at who went freshmen and people fighting for playing time you'll see what i'm talking about all three students confirmed that clemson's coaches staff and administration neither pressured them to attend nor asked them to be quiet about their reasons for not attending so zero to a hundred oh i'm not fuck with i mean i'm fuck with it because they the it they should have voted on it because it don't sound like they voted on it. like they should have got together and be like hey i'm at versus me make the decision i'm gonna let y'all make the decision whatever y'all decide that's what we'll do mm-hmm. and if you still don't want to go if they decide you still have that choice you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna force anybody to go uh but he basically was like we're going like he didn't give them an option well yeah yeah okay and, i mean that's the way i look at it. like mm-hmm. like sound like he made the decision like that they were gonna go as a team but he still let people decide if they didn't want to go correct like he didn't make anybody go right um but the so this is how um wait how i'm sorry we finished with your thought i didn't mean to cut you off no no because my thing is that if put it like this because there's some people that went that would not have went if they would have had a vote and they didn't have to go so y'all going made them feel pressured to go but then also there were some people that would have wanted to go that wouldn't have got to go if you had a vote correct voted not to go right the, also the other thing you assume is that they would have voted to not go right and I, it still could have went in the way yeah even the kids okay so this is the part i wanted to say the unspoken part of all this the locker room of most football um teams pretty divided right down the racial lines most of the time correct those white dudes that play that sport aren't necessarily the most liberal people it's one of the reasons that when it came to like protests with colin kaepernick and stuff you didn't see a lot of white dudes taking a knee a couple of them supported like i think and i mean that it was a couple i don't mean like 12 i mean like two um and like chris long i remember was one and there was that dude for the Bengals. um those white dudes don't necessarily have democratic politics even though they work side by side with black men and 
all that stuff they're at a job the same way that your co-workers don't agree with your politics oh. at your job a lot of times right, right. they're like mm, i don't agree with that shit so there's a better than none chance that if they would have voted then white people would have said i want to go correct and so i can see how the coach being in that that decision and that tough thing will say well i'm not going to advise anybody to go or not go i'm just going to say we're we're going there's going to be a bus if you want to get on and come with us you you can if you want decide to stay home you can do that as well because at the end of the day with a lot of this stuff white people are not bothered by donald trump because they don't have any skin in the game right to them he's just the president if anything it's kind of cool a wacky president because nothing's really happening to white people in general none of these rules are really against them so to them this is still theory it's one of the reasons i don't really have white friends anymore you know i and i i I peep game early like i'm talking during the republican primary of 2016 and them like i had a it only took a couple people caping for donald trump to make me be like this is not gonna be my life y'all are not about to gaslight me and make me think this shit is okay or funny or say a little sideways shit i don't play those games so you have to get the fuck out of my life and i'll never regret that because i had to stand up for myself right um now you know these weren't lifelong friends like i understand some people probably had you know i wouldn't break up with my lifelong friends but still i had known those dudes for over 10 years right really long time and i was like yeah I, this is it for me right. like if y'all can't see what the fuck i'm saying then everything in our relationship got us in so mm-hmm. um i would think more about the divided the divide on the team being bigger than ever when they got back they're lucky that this is the end of the season they might not see each other for a few months but right you know to me i'd be looking at the motherfuckers that win if i was black like okay so that's how you feel you went up there and got some fucking mccheeses and shit some mcchickens you got joked and laughed at yeah but 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 you didn't care you wanted to go it doesn't really matter you got clown that's what you wanted to do correct you know so anyway for me uh still a hundred just because of the optics of the whole thing and it's trump like trump mm-hmm. always gets a hundred permanent but all right last one this soul food restaurant is serving lessons in black history with shoebox lunches patrick coleman is packing a piece of history into meals served at his soul food restaurant beans and cornbread throughout the black history month the throughout black history month the detroit-based bistro will offer shoebox lunches similar to those boxes african-americans used to store food when traveling in the south during the jim crow era because they were banned and refused service in white-owned establishments they resorted to cooking and packing their own meals in shoe boxes mm. didn't know that Mm-mm. one of the many facts that can be on this uh his box, box. Mm-hmm. you get on the highway these days and you can stop at any restaurant along the interstate but back during jim crow black folks couldn't do that he told black enterprise you cannot go into the dining cars and if you were on a train or pulled over to a denny's or a cracker barrel and walk in you could potentially end up getting killed 
uh coleman who opened beans and cornbread in 1997 in southfield a northern suburb of detroit says the shoebox lunches were inspired by the stories his mother and grandmother told him about taking trips into the segregated south they would get into this nice train up north in detroit and once they hit the mason dixon line they had to get on the old coal power train where soot was coming into the in the windows wow that's when someone would open up a bag of the shoe boxes uh and would come out because they could not go into the diner cars i'm just one generation removed from that oh uh wow because they couldn't go where the food was being served so they would serve them these no they're saying they packed shoe box lunches for this moment like okay oh. so now let me go get my shoe boxes lunch and, and eat my food because i can't in the south i can't go and order some food i'm with you um i just love how you brought it home i'm just one generation removed from that and people have a tendency to forget that yeah like all the super woke people all the fucking liberal white folks all the everybody acting like we so far away like why haven't we just got freedom yet and it's like like i definitely feel y'all uh but racism can't be over that fast because it was here too long what you talking about yes we got a black president the fuck are you talking about even feminist john said it was 400 years right right since we first got here it's gonna be a long time it's a blip man it's a blip freedom if you look at a graph i've I've shown it before on the show but if you look at that graph of black captivity subjugation oppression and then watch how it goes from slavery to uh jim crow to segregation to civil rights movement to now the period of time where you were black and not like literally under ownership of white people period and i don't mean like uh and i'm not saying that this isn't still happening today it is a mass incarceration system but Mm -hmm. i'm saying where you had a chance as a black person to be somebody or something it's a very small window right and think about this within that say 40 to 50 year window white people already have gotten the voting rights act taken off of the books basically to say we don't need to enforce this anymore supreme court decided there's no racism so why are we enforcing it uh couldn't be that it's possibly working voter suppression's back um they've decided we don't need affirmative action we're even like think about these things like and and apparently more importantly than anything no white people are racist ask any of them they'll tell you (laughs) within 40 within 40 50 years all white people unlearned racism (laughs) that's why it's why getting trump was not a thing that i was i didn't think could happen it's why i felt 2016 was so dire because i was like we've been trump longer than we've been anything else come on this ain't nothing but a return to form why are y'all so like so why are you so not scared that this could happen we don't have the luxury of feeling that we're not picking at the peril of our lives you know anyway um um coleman launched his shoebox lunch idea last february which was a hit the shoeboxes were extremely popular last year 
the idea was so successful that he added a shoebox lunch to the beans and cornbread lunch menu back in november which consisted which consists of southern fried wings and a decorative box commemorating black history the box also plays plays tribute to african-american trailblazers and includes information about freedom riders and the green book a guide that instructed black travelers on where they find safe havens throughout the deeply segregated 60 south it's a history lesson that we call lunch and learn starting next month he will expand the school the shoebox lunch meal to include a variety of traditional soul food dishes like fried chicken and cornbread southern fried catfish strips and their signature harlem burrito history in the box uh meal will run for eleven dollars while the keepsake boxes will be sold for three dollars each according to coleman it's crucial to keep black history alive it's important that a younger generation understand the strength and determination that their forebears had to preserve uh had to persevere through uh what we now consider normal day-to-day living yeah i could actually see a teacher going and buying a bunch and like, boxes yes the foods because okay. the bo- the bo- he sell the boxes which mm-hmm. actually is really smart somebody go and buy the boxes and like you know give them to the children think and- somebody from detroit to ship us a box i mean I, I don't know obviously not with the food in it uh, yeah the, the, the regular box mail us a box i, I don't know get a, get I, a shoe I, box lunch i wonder if meal. they will allow you to do that since they because you could just do the boxes yeah uh, i wonder if i can buy one online i wonder how it works Ooh. despite the indignities of the era black americans found a way through resourcefulness as well as resolve to ensure that they could travel and sustain themselves a portion of the proceeds goes to central detroit christian community development corporations young education programs well good good zero to hundred oh i'm not fucked with it at all that's a zero for me as well isn't that nice i feel like yeah. this was a good Place fucking with black stop. people that we just did not get a lot of fucking with us like you know nick cannon thing was at least a little funny yes it was um you know i was more fucked with by how that dude did d smith b smith than uh anything else to be honest so you know let's go ahead and get out of this segment uh while the getting is good come on uh, <laughs> let's grab our bags and go <laughs> uh all right let's see what else can we get into i might do some guest to race let me see what our time looks like okay yeah it's about time to do guest to race um i need to do some trash maybe we'll get to some next week okay i feel like there's i mean i'll do some quick trash i'm not gonna play the sound effect here's some quick trash uh sundance where weinstein was king is airing a film chronicling his fall oh but what about so we do surviving art kelly well what about mute weinstein google is your friend he also lost a bid to pause class action lawsuit from female accusers so for all the is him he the r kelly they only do this to black men uh keep that same energy please yeah and i think what well, i want to say california i think that yeah because of the bullshit he was doing and he had a lot of this shit written in clauses they banned it where they go no 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 what you can't do is have clauses that talks about sexual assault and you getting away and no 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 that bullshit can't be in there no more chris brown was detained in paris after a rape accusation but then he was released uh very quickly and the police dropped the charges and apologized to him according to chris brown's people uh, just another time of him being accused of sexual assault that you know i don't this time the police are saying um the reasoning for the police letting him go is that they're saying the woman didn't tell anybody at the party so they can't corroborate her accusation 
and uh that's yeah and also it's france so you know france is a little bit different with their culture about sexual assault and men and all this shit so i don't know what happened i do know afterwards he was sell on the he was at his concert selling his uh signature bitch be lying t-shirt that he has now he's been selling that shirt this bitch lying t-shirt he's been selling this shit uh since before i think since that woman was in his house and accused him of having a gun or some waving a gun around or some shit so anyway just stay in some shit consistently um and uh and ain't shit like this is trash but y'all probably already knew this news twitter is indeed toxic for women so if you guys uh are wondering where the hard-earned grants that go to study things are at it's proven obvious and by the way i'm not mad at whoever had to prove this this is Mm -hmm. just it was obvious if you have women that are your friends right that you listen to you know it's the truth don't have don't fuck around have blue check mark you really getting harassed you should already know it's the truth but unfortunately there's so many people in denial i get why you have to do a study like this but yeah i could have told you that anecdotally you know so all right now we can get into some uh guest the race now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all of podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestant today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right all right uh florida man spent 41 days in jail for heroin but it was actually detergent says the cops what mm-hmm nearly uh for nearly six full weeks 29 year old matt Kroll said he sat inside a florida jail for a crime he didn't commit the charge was trafficking heroin it came with a steep potential punishment and bond which frightened crow he said an officer mistook laundry detergent for heroin it's very surreal when you're sitting in jail with a half million dollar bond he said and you can't go anywhere knowing you didn't do wrong probably lost a job and everything in the past when i have gone to jail it was been something that i knew i were well i knew i wasn't going to be there forever it's a lot different when you're in jail and the charge of trafficking of heroin carries a penalty of 25 years in prison crow was arrested by mountain martin county sheriff's deputy steve uh stephen o'leary on december 5th <laughs> sheriff william snyder says the officer has been fired after an investigation uncovered that at least 11 people he put in jail for drug charges were found innocent what they get a zero they fired his ass i am not mad at them just that's, fired well well that sounds criminal bar, to your homie yes the bar is so low lose the fucking job and press charges well unfortunately this isn't fucking with black people karen so i don't know what the zero means uh, oh the zero for the police department cause they uh, no i know him. i'm saying but we ain't playing that game <laughs> playing guess the race so i don't know what that means <laughs> the officer is white uh i don't have his race uh that's when so yeah crow was sleeping inside his van in a parking lot before the arrest officers got word of a suspicious van went to check it out that's when police say o'leary found a bag of tied laundry detergent and claimed a field test proved it was heroin <gasps> yep 
no that's this is this is todd oh so they got a new name on the street for it huh they used to call it smack when i got on the force and now they call it todd no it's clothes detergent clothes See, detergent I got dirty clothes right here oh so you're getting high on your clothes okay that's what we call it because it cleans your nostrils is that what we no <laughs> it's not fucking heroin it's goddamn todd um so yeah he showed me a picture on the field test and they supposedly conducted the he said he never actually showed me the real kit, test kit but Kroll said he was confused how a drug was found in his car in the first place i just looked at him baffled and confused because i had no idea as to where 92 grams of heroin came from inside my van 92 grams uh snyder said they couldn't find anything credible that uh, with what o'leary stated um 11 people including Kroll, have been accused of possession of drugs by him and they had to free him now Crow has a message to the officer who's arrested all weeks of his life away i'm not saying he ruined my life but he definitely caused me a lot of emotional distress and a lot of stress for my family karen guess the race of mr crow mr crow is white all right let's check the chat room and see uh what they believe um white dude is white because they just found out this cop has been in line since it was only smoothie and d money going up <laughs> he was arresting black people too this one that's what you said the only crawl we acknowledge is nick crawl white just a just as white as that tie with bleach white white the correct answer is uh white is so white <laughs> correct answer is white Mm-mm. and you know what and i do agree with them everybody else probably been black so nobody gave a fuck he arrested yeah. this white dude and somebody was like something's not right with this mm-hmm. and they did their investigation and now peanut and tyrone and pookie and them get to go free now yep luckily it was a swift tide of justice all right that's the wrong sound effect i think maybe they had a bounty out on his head (laughs) maybe in jail his cellmates were trying to snuggle (laughs) that's good but i just want to know what that police officer had to gain from all this all right <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> i figured out he was white because his response at the end was like he ain't really steal my life niggas been like i went to jail for six weeks mm-hmm. i ain't got no job don't lost my apartment Mm-mm-mm. um yep that's what happens but you know what nobody remember tomorrow it'll be out of the news cycle (laughs) maybe they're trying to get him for money laundering (laughs) okay i'm sorry it's way too far it's way too much guys all calm down going a little overboard going a little overboard (laughs) 
um i killed her college student 21 stabs her best friend 30 times with a butcher knife oh what did she do that's an angle and greets the cops covered in her blood in an apartment they shared a college student is broken down in tears in her mug shot that she was arrested on suspicion of stabbing her best friend 30 to 40 times in the apartment they both live suspicion Louisa Inez Tudela Harris Cutting, twenty-one. Ooh, what a name! It's a lot of names. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cutting as the last name is on the. I mean, I don't even. <laughs> Jesus. On go. <laughs> um, last name. Lucky your last name wasn't shooting, <laughs> right? uh she's charged with second degree murder on thursday police were called the student's apartment 7 45 a.m on thursday with the dispatcher reporting that a female caller was screaming something about a knife when they arrived officers were greeted by cutting who was covered in blood and turned around placing their hands behind her back saying arrest me when asked why they should arrest her she said i killed her uh inside the apartment uh officers found a grisly scene alexa lay on the floor suffering from up to 40 stab wounds a butcher knife was sticking out of her mouth um a the butcher knife was sticking out of her mouth she was pronounced dead at the scene uh police found alexa's cell phone under her left hand and they took a black serrated knife off her body uh search warrants indicate the officers took the phone and knife police also seized pills smoking devices and grinders from cutting's bedroom and a brown chalk-like substance from the kitchen she must have been i don't know fucking with some drugs friends mm-hmm. i said something's happening now friends of the young woman said they were mystified by the murder and could not imagine what the motive may have been i'm lost for words to be honest shelton lewis of radford university junior told wdbj tv he lives just a few doors down and said he knew both girls i really want to know what the, was the motive behind it because they were best friends since freshman year and that was in 2016 now it's 2019 and this has happened i thought they were all they were that we were all going to graduate next year yeah she did graduate to murder mm-hmm. good grief um uh both girls are extremely active on social media leading the ample record of the close friendship and a chilling hint at the dark turn it apparently took i met this girl two years ago online and somehow we ended up living across from each other for over a year this summer she was equivalent to my mom alexa wrote of cutting in an instagram post last march she continued unimaginably she still puts up with me and now we're living together next year love you lou more lou everyone pray that we don't kill each other this year oh my god oh my god wow y'all y'all no no well what else you say on that she'll never stab me in the back 40 times come on like this post please oh man this this is this is insanity right here right yeah uh so um (laughs) oh good grief in june alexa wrote another instagram post exactly a month now we're gonna be living together pray for us please and thank you oh my god it's so not ironic in hindsight right in july alexa congratulated cutting on becoming president of the latino student alliance i know you're gonna be amazing with everything you do love you more she wrote 
meanwhile cutting appeared to be highly active on a twitter account that was semi-anonymous but included her face picture the account retweeted many jokes about marijuana use including occasionally dark musings i know death is coming but i still can't wrap my head around it she wrote january 10th two days later she wrote my roommate forgot to pay the gas bill and they won't come turn it on till monday and now there's a snowstorm on the way we'll thank god well thank god i'll be drunk that all day on january 20th four days before her murder alexa posted an uncharacteristically cryptic message on facebook an image that read i stopped venting and started praying because i don't need sympathy i need strength the following day cutting wrote on twitter dreams get wilder and wilder maybe they were nightmares i don't know uh alexa was from nearby roanoke and was pursuing a degree in psychology with plans to graduate next may cutting lived in jeffersonton in northern virginia but also appears to have roots in texas radford university has said that she is in on an interim suspension but refused to say whether the suspension resulted from the murder charge or predated it university president brian hemphill sent a campus-wide email thursday saying it's a difficult day for our campus and our community um on friday he sent out another email writing alexa was very involved on campus was a proud member of several organizations like every highlander alexa had a full life ahead of her life poised to make a great impact on those she would have encountered the career she was pursuing and the communities in which she would have lived the university has called in grief counselors that will be available to speak to anyone who needs them cutting was due to be a rain on friday it was unclear whether she had an attorney to speak on her behalf uh the case is radford's first murder charge in eight years karen guessed the race of the killer uh allegedly uh what was her long ass name had like six names luisa inez tudela harris is cutting um, i'm gonna go latino latinx all right all right let's check the chat room latinx white latinx with a friend like that who need enemies latina building the wall around this bitch latina jesus bill uh latinx her name is cutting sounds like a, a known like a known it was fitting to be a problem latinx uh cutting remarks weren't the only sharp thing about her latina they're gonna build that wall deporter eat uh anything for selena's oh mexican amanda knox said bitch what's wrong what what the fuck wrong and with you stabbing someone 30 times white latinx alexa call me bitch again latina the correct answer is she was latinx or latina i don't think anyone missed that one i mean she was the head of the latina student union or something like that so latino student union so you know maybe y'all take it from the contest clues or them first three names um she did look sad in her mug shot though like she couldn't believe she stabbed her too this is like a the nightmare for the internet friendships right mm-hmm. oh man having gone through this so it's so scary you just like oh you were cool on the internet what happened uh <laughs> don't stab me oh, please don't <laughs> oh no i don't want to live with you and they lived like they were best friends all these pictures together mm-hmm. they're both gorgeous you know the, so the option of one of them moving out wasn't the choice who knows what the fuck could have happened and, and those cryptic things at the end because i mean at the end of the day you still don't expect a motherfucker to kill you no I mean, you don't 
yeah we had some problems but like nigga you want to go to jail for the rest of your life to prove a point yeah. to who? 30 what 30 40 times there was some anger behind that so yeah. something was going on in the relationship because you know from uh uh what i hear uh from the uh shows we be watching how when mm-hmm. people fuck people up that many times everybody go nah this was some passion yeah and i mean you could tell in them last couple of posts they had the tension was so thick you could cut it with a knife yeah yeah for my man mm-hmm uh-huh they both had that sharp ass tongue <laughs> mm-hmm. they were cutting each other down to size <laughs> Anyway, you slice those puns. Very inappropriate. <laughs> we should have just sat down and chopped it up. Come on. <sighs> All right. <laughs> you know what her favorite movie was? What? Blade. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go to <laughs> bonus round oops sorry double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two yes. but can she make it three for three i'ma try yep we'll see if you can uh do it i know you're willing to take a stab at it yes i am <laughs> <laughs> i might be three for three no matter how you slice it up uh, sure i'm not <laughs> i could help myself not the sharpest funds but we both repeated ones at the yeah, end right all right like they say you ain't got to be the sharpest knife in the drawer to cut <laughs> i guess here you go even butter knives cut something so th- yeah okay south carolina team faked his own kidnapping to get 130 dollars from his mother what a sumter man is accused of blackmailing his own mother after he led her to believe he would be killed if she didn't pay a hundred and thirty dollars south carolina i'm assuming yes south carolina sumter that's in the middle of nowhere emmanuel franklin 19 of sumter was arrested on january 24th uh charged with blackmail deputies say on january 22nd he calls his mother to believe he would be killed by his kidnappers if she did not put 130 dollars money into a small box on bagnell drive franklin's mother told deputies His rates are pretty low yeah that's some i mean uh, I, I get the strategy because it's almost like at those prices who how can you not you know like if you kidnap somebody like let me get a hundred thousand dollars like i'll take time to get that i don't know if i got that but if they you kidnap somebody and say let me get 130 dollars like i'll find i'll pawn something i find a way to get to 130 save my fucking son i mean know, know your worth sir know your worth uh so he might have just he wanted a, a number that was attainable 
uh either that or he knew his, he, he wasn't shitting his mom would be like 250 keep him <laughs> right let that motherfucker die <laughs> don't be calling me up here after you do it either don't be playing on my phone franklin's mother told debbie she received a call from her son and an unknown man from a private number january 22nd the unknown man reportedly demanded she put 130 dollars in the mailbox an unknown man that was him changing his voice <laughs> or your son will be killed or hurt franklin reportedly later told officers he made up the story to get 130 dollars for his from his mother guess the race of um what's his name emmanuel franklin white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe um white says lakita white says trey ignorant negro ignorant ass negro says joe bet his nickname was man man nigga black just another nigga doing the most to get the least back to in return black bird block bird box black 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 needed money for those air force one black oh yeah everybody went black uh after after you karen so let's go the uh answer is karen for all the marbles okay and you said blood white right Mm -hmm. and you got it wrong he was black Some of you did get it all right. I thought about it, Emmanuel. Yeah, but white people, that would would used to be white people named Emmanuel, so yeah, that would caught me. Well, Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah, black. Uh, So, I don't know. All right, um, let's go to Sora Ratchetness, guys. Now that Karen's blown her perfect score. just couldn't believe every other thing about that story said black to me $130 yo mama I mean come on guys alright so we're ratchet this time <laughs> some other people said white too A Westville couple stabbed with a sword during home invasion. Oh. Uh, the suspects fled on foot, only taking a wallet with an unknown amount of cash. Two Westville residents in their 50s narrowly escaped a harrowing sword attack at the weekend. The couple was stabbed with a sword after two men reportedly broke into their St. George Drive home around 3.40 p.m. Saturday. Damn, broad daylight. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yes, right. sir you really needed to to like you needed that that money uh according to westville saps communications officer captain elizabeth squires a scuffle ensued and the husband was stabbed in the chest with the sword while the wife was stabbed in the hand um the suspects are believed to have gained entry by breaking a window they fled on foot only taking a wallet with an unknown amount of cash a couple of house robberies is being 
a case of house robberies is being investigated by westville detectives our detectives are working with all possible leads to arrest their suspects added squires um so good luck all right uh all right guys that's it for today um it's time to wrap this bad boy up Mm -hmm. uh tomorrow is balls deep uh at five o'clock at night and then um friday should be the nerd off about five o'clock ish uh Mm -hmm. so yeah we'll see you guys then uh for premium people everybody else we'll see you saturday Saturday. for feedback show until then i love you i love you too